everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 407 for the week of December 17th, 2016. I'm Chris Privetier, your host here to bring you probably the final RPG Cast of the year. It is. Yeah. The um, final countdown. Wait, that's not very Christmassy. I know, but I like that song. Okay. Hi. Joining us Hi. is uh, is Kelly. Hi. Joining us is Anna Marie. Hello. And joining us is Alex. I had no part in that. <laughs> okay. Anna, uh, well, I already introduced myself. So, hi, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, fine, except I'm not playing Final Fantasy 15 right now. Oh. Which is a problem. Are you going to jump straight into now playing? I think we are. Lament about Final Fantasy Lament. 15. Oh, Anna, I'm not done yet. No, because all you do is game. side missions. Are you I'm, even done chapter three? I'm minutes? in chapter six, okay. about 50 hours played, <laughs> and I'm working on more side missions. <laughs> I am in the same boat. There you go. Isn't that great? <laughs> uh, is there anything additional to put out on that game? Um, since last week, I would say... Um, I'm getting a little bit more tired of all the side missions, but not enough to stop doing them. You ride um, your chocobo a lot. Uh, yeah, I've got a level ch- seven chocobo riding, so that's good. And... I maxed out my chocobo last night. Yeah. Prompto has max photography. Yeah, Promptography is maxed out. Not that it's really helping him. Um, still taking plenty of weird shots. Uh, I've ran into one night this week. I ran into some really weird bugs in the game. It was great. <laughs> the camera wouldn't um, stop spinning around in a circle, and everyone's hair was messed up. And the game started running at like three frames a second. And I had to reboot the PS4 to make it better. <laughs> the game actually crashed on me last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. <sighs> it was good. I I honestly don't know if it's because I overloaded the RAM or what. Because I don't turn my playstation down at night i just put it in rest mode and that way i can continue right where i left off the next day and Mm -hmm. i went to go camp and it just crashed to the desktop kind of had me a little bit concerned (laughs) yeah i've had that happen once as well but only once i was actually expecting it to happen more frequently I've been slightly concerned because I have the uh, special edition PS4 and I've had trouble with the picture on it and I can't tell if it's just because I have an older HD TV or if there's a problem with the system. Mm -hmm. So when it crashed to the desktop, it kind of freaked me out. Mm. But that's the only real problem I've had. I'm getting a Kefka vibe from that Ardwin guy. Yeah, maybe. That's uh, he reminds me a lot of Kefka, especially considering when you find out who he is. Mm-hmm. Which you already knew if you watch Kingsglaive. Yeah, I haven't watched Kingsglaive yet. Oh, you so need to. What like, are you doing? You need to watch Kingsglaive and Brotherhood. Get on it. I I watched Brotherhood. I haven't watched Kingsglaive because when I've had like two hours to play, I want to play more Final Fantasy, not watch it. Cause cutscene well think of it as having skipped the intro cutscene to the game what are you doing actually as a matter of fact when i wrap presents tonight i will do that okay that's that's probably the amount of attention that movie deserves though okay. there may be some plot points that are hard to follow but who cares 
because it's just Kingsclave. There's one plot point. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one plot point that matters. But there's a whole subplot with Nyx and the adversary and all that stuff. But you're right, none of it matters. <laughs> the one plot point that I already know about because it's yes. cast by Sean Bean? Yes. Okay. Of course. Of course. What other plot point would there be? <laughs> It's funny, you'll, um, love... you'll see some scenes that you've seen in the game and you'll realize now that they're from Kingsclave. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of them that's like, well, this is almost too high quality. I wonder yep, if this those is... those are the ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it amuses me that one of the few movies that Sean Bean has survived in was Silent Hill. Just throwing that out there. That's kind of ironic. But, I mean, for all the crap that I'm giving the game, I am still in love with it. It's it's probably shaping up to be one of my favorite Final Fantasy games in the series. I, re- I really thought that the dudes in it were going to get on my nerves. And every bit of their dialogue just warms my heart. Yeah, I like it. So oh. Especially Prompto. I thought that I was going to hate Prompto. And he's like an adorable little puppy. I just want to pet him. He's a stand-in for the player. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's there for. Kind of represents you and how you would feel hanging out with these people. Yeah, he he's so cute. Except, of but, course, yeah. for his um, psychological body issues. But, you know, other than that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Were you? Were you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think we've all been playing Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes, uh, yeah. I am on my way to the Elite Four or the whatever game, it is that they're. The only game that can keep me away from Final Fantasy Fifteen right now. So I did a bunch of trading last weekend, and I am, I am like deep into Pokedexing. So my next. What's your goal, percentage? Um. I forget at this point. Um, hi. I want to say um, 70, but that feels wrong. Because I almost want to wait until the bank comes out to start working on my Pokedex. Because some of the ones that are in this game this time around are going to be a pain in the butt to get, like, Gumi. If you've looked into how to get Gumi How do you get Gumi? I SOS have, training? I have a Gumi. Yeah. Okay. It's like SOS when it rains. Ah. In one area. Nice. Yeah. So there's a... Oh my gosh, Kelly, have you run into any hunts that are only available while it rains in Final Fantasy 15? Yes. Aren't those annoying to try and do? How do you do that? Um, I usually do side quests until it rains, and then... The hunts are side quests! And then by the car, by the time the car gets there, it's dark time. I mean, I've, if you wanted to get really pedantic with it, you could always just like sleep at a camp and save Scummit. But he, oh, so just keep reloading the save till it's raining. Yep. Yeah. All right. Or the 
the other optium time would have been during chapter five when it was perpetually raining. Oh, I when, know. Uh, Tell me about it. When Rama was out. But then you don't have your car. Right. But you have yeah, chocobos. But you have chocobos. I know, but the car. I know. Took my car. I know. Dudes. <laughs> Dude, where's my car? Yep. That should have been the name of that chapter. <laughs> there actually is a side quest called Dude, Where's My Car? There's a, there's a lot of references to movies and side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait till you see the Final Fantasy XIV ones. <laughs> oh, yeah? All right. Yeah, they, they are loaded with them. <laughs> oh, Final Fantasy XIV has quests that are on movie references, you mean? Well, they're references to everything. Yeah. Well, that's just par for the MMO course. Yep. All right, so back to pack Pokemon. What are we talking about? Rain. You're talking about chaining stuff in the rain, and you can't get it, right? Yeah. The, what a pain. Yeah. I see what you did there. That was not intentional. <laughs> Anna, what do you what do you think? Um, you, Anna has a choke uh, has a Poke Pimp. I, I almost do. said a Chocobo Pimp, but no, that's the other game. She has a Poke Pimp who's been training her stuff that she needs. Yep. And this person has a hundred percent. Yeah, Pokedex. I mean, Kyle has had 100% Pokedex since like the first week of the game. Which is he crazy. He really, really likes Pokemon. Really? How did he manage that? Just a lot of... um, A lot of trading. Okay. Also, I mean, the information was kind of out there, like where some of the rare stuff was. The problem with getting some of that rare stuff is it's like the two monkeys that are version specific that are in the jungle, that are in the lush jungle, they're 1%. There's actually like 15 or 20 Pokemon that are 1% in this game, which is crazy. So, I mean, the, 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 the hardest part about getting those is having the time to do it. And he had the time, so he did it. I know when I completed my Pokedex in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it took me months. Or at least two months. Oh, but, it won't uh, take you that long up. this time. No, and I mean, remember that uh, there's trading now. Yeah. Okay. And that's very helpful. Was there not trading before? Um, not online trading. Since when? Wait, are we talking about... Oh... Yeah, and get on in your the mic. Remakes, the remakes. I'm sorry, I am on my. Yeah, mic. and also one of the reasons why it took me so long in uh, Omega Ruby was because I was doing a living Pokédex, so one of each. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't. My... I don't do living Pokédexes. As soon as I evolve something, if I'm not going to use it in my party or if I'm not going to retain it for situational battles, I dump it into Wonder Trade. Oh, I kind of lost my mind there, but. I was doing. I was hatching eggs on my exercise bike, so at least I was getting something done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, this is the first time that I've ever really felt compelled to complete a Pokedex, and it's much smaller than than some of the other Pokedexes. It's only three hundred, right? I think I'm around two hundred and fifty. So, um, I stopped playing Pokemon because I picked up uh, Mercenaries Saga Two. Oh, you're getting ready for the new game. Well, the new game's out. Just barely. Yep. So, um, 
I had tended to avoid games from Circle Entertainment because their localizations have been in the past um, bad. <laughs> Is uh, I think the nicest way to put it. Bad, huh? Yeah. So how is this one? Actually much better than I thought it would be. It's still got some stuff where I kind of crane my head and go, uh, that's not quite right. Mercenary Sagas 2. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Put that on the box. Yep. No, and I mean, it's 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 got some pretty simple gameplay. All the levels are relatively short. It's kind of great because you can play the game in two-hour chunks or you can play the game in five-minute chunks, and that is awesome for me because there are some times where I have to like just put down my 3DS and just focus on work for long periods of time. So being able to pick up something for five minutes while I have five minutes is great. So it's like a kind of super duper basic Final Fantasy Tactics style game. So it's a TRPG. Um, you have story before the map. You have story... You, and then you have the map battle, and then you have a little bit of story after the map. There's, I want to say, 10 characters you get in your party in total. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think 10 sounds right. Is that um, your counting noise? Yeah. Is that like... It's how, how many appeal in the image. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was trying to remember how that was laid out. And I, yeah, I think 10 is, sounds right. I think it's 10. And so, um... Each character has a basic class, and from there they can do either one of two intermediate classes, and depending on which intermediate class, you can pick an advanced class. Um, and it kind of gets a little more complex from there. Um, there's um, scrolls that you can get for like a second advanced class or a third advanced class, depending on which route that you're going. And um, everybody has different abilities, and everybody has different movements, and everybody has different jump. So it's cool because the characters actually feel legitimately unique. I found a girl, so he's on a horse. Uh, you found How's a what? Story? I found a girl. She rides a horse. Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. <laughs> no. Okay. What's the story in that game? I mean, is it... Um. Obviously, it's about a girl who rides a horse. No, I mean... it's... <laughs> um... The problem is, is it's going to sound incredibly minimalistic, and the answer is because it is. Um, it's about uh, the one of the prince's guards who goes and tries to find a cure when he's been poisoned, and it turns into this big political thing. Mm. And the problem is, is I can't really say more because they get into like spoiler territory really fast. Oh, it sounds real exciting. Yeah, the story is not why you play this game. It's a nice addition, but it is not the centerpiece. If you play games for story, don't play this game. Mm -hmm. It's cute enough I, that I enjoy it. Because I saw that on the eShop and I was like, huh, that looks interesting. But at the same time, it's an eShop Final Fantasy Tactics clone. I don't know how good it could be. It's good. I mean, it'd be better than Tactics Advance. Hey, I like Tactics <laughs> Advance. I, I like Tactics Advance. I put 200 oh, no. into that game. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, it is worth the amount of money you pay for it. 
It is enjoyable. Five dollars. I've put about seven hours into it. I have no idea how far I am in the game because I don't have any good idea of when the story might wrap Can up. Can you really say that it's worth you playing this instead of Pokemon? Yeah, because I, like I said, the the problem that I have right now is I might only get five minutes at a time between all of the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really easy for me to feel like I accomplished something by picking this up, playing it for five minutes, finishing a level, and then putting it back down and going back to work. Okay. Sometimes when it comes to my 3DS, I kind of want a play for five minutes or, you know, play for five to 20 minutes experience. That's why um, that's why I have Pokemon Picross wrote down because I've been kind of wanting to play stuff before I go to bed without like getting super involved like regular pokemon i should boot back up pokemon Picross and see if they added any more puzzles yet because i kind of finished that game i am kind of at that point i have Picross I'm... news for you later in the show Anna. yes there's Picross e7 out oh you spoiled it i'm sorry why are we even doing this let's all just go home <laughs> yeah Bye, let's everybody. go all open our christmas presents already too let's spoil everything well we accidentally did open our Christmas presents. That's because your brother didn't wrap them. <laughs> he just sent us bo- boxes full of unwrapped Christmas presents. It's a yeah. good enough. Hey, They're we there. got them before Christmas. That in itself is a small miracle. We're taking baby steps with them, huh? <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. This well, is the first time ever my... in my life that I have gotten Christmas presents from my brother before I have sent his. In fact, I think this is the first time in my life that I've gotten Christmas presents from my brother before Christmas. I love my brother. All right. Um, and so I've also been playing some iPad games. So yeah, I mean, it's five bucks and there's a demo for Mercenaries Saga 2, so... Try it out. If you like it, you can transfer your data over. If you don't like it, you can delete it and tell me I'm an idiot. Um, and if you do end up liking Mercenaries Saga 2, Mercenaries Saga 3 came out like this week. So you can keep going with the story. Oh, you're spoiling the rest of the new releases. I know. <laughs> I do this just to annoy you. Uh, we have a show format for a reason. And you. Hey. And I'm spoiling yeah. it. Wait, wait. What's up, Kelly? Hey, Chris, I got something else to tell you. Oh, no. Um, Han Solo dies. No! You just ruined things for people. It's been a year. Can I spoil Rogue One for you? No! They steal the plans. Oh! Yeah, um... Well, I mean... (laughs) They get... I hear they get that Death Rogue Star One plans. is so good that it deserves a sequel. <laughs> Chris, Chris has completely left the room. He's at the other side of the house shouting at me. So the other things that I've been playing is I've actually been playing a couple iPad games. And the first one is actually completely Chris's fault. Because while my parents were visiting last month... Um, my he suggested that my mother try out um shuffle cats which is a king game boo um but it's gin rummy and so for those who don't aren't familiar with gin rummy it's played with like a 52 card deck um you need to either do straights so like four five six seven in the same suit or you can do um runs of like all fives and basically the first person to, to play 10 cards down wins 
and they've sort of mixed up the formula by doing power-ups. So I have a power-up that, let that lets me hold eight cards in my hand instead of seven. And then there's a power-up that it's like, if you play a card, you have a chance of freezing an opponent's card. Because that's not in any way freaking annoying but my mom played it a bunch on my ipad while she was here and she left it on so i decided to try it and now i'm playing it pretty much every day but but you're not getting to the point that would get me to play this anna where do the cats play in um so the cats are the dealers oh okay and so yeah that's really the extent of the cats in shuffle cats i mean it it's it's cats <laughs> you you so, can sell me on anything as long as it has cats in it. Well, I mean, it's free to play. Um, yeah. I haven't spent a penny on it, and I never plan to because I don't suck that bad that I need to. So you can get to the point where you need um, to get gems, and you can just wait, and you get free gems every four hours, or you can buy them. I've never felt any pressing need to buy them. I'm always, like, sitting on a few thousand, so... Other than that, I also downloaded Choices, which is an app by the same people that have done a couple of other games that I've talked about and played on, uh, played and talked about on the podcast, like High School Story and Hollywood You. Um, and they're sort of choose your own adventure novels, but they're really sneaky, sneaky about the way that they monetize this. So every chapter in a book requires a key to unlock to play it. And keys regenerate one every two and a half hours or so, but you can only have a maximum of two. So if you want more keys, you can buy them. And then as you go through each of the chapters, you will have opportunities to get more plot or, yeah, more plot or more options towards the end goal. And they all cost gems. And you basically get almost no gems playing the game. You have to buy them. And so it's like, this is really cool idea. I would have paid 10 bucks for this upfront or 20 bucks for this upfront and not had to deal with the stupid gem system. And it pisses me off because it's not a badly made game. It is actually a quite well made game and I wouldn't have a problem spending on it, except the only thing that I could do is buy a gem pack that is either 10 or $20 and that would probably last me one book. And there's like 20 books out with new chapters yeah. coming every And week. none of the books are over. I don't, and I don't know that they'll ever end. Right. So you can invest all this money in a story that's never going to be finished. Right. Yeah. In other words, don't spend any money on this game. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just bummed out because it's good. And I, I don't have a problem spending money on story games like this on my iPad. Like I have a, a dating game that I've been playing for forever that I plopped you know two to three dollars down on any given chapter um but yeah hmm. i mean as much as nintendo gets wrong with stuff like mario ranas we'll get into later in the cast i really wish that more mobile games would take the pokemon picross route where you know if you should so choose you could pay 30 bucks to unlock the game completely and be fine and i wish more mobile games like that would adopt that so, should we talk about Super Mario Run? Because I think a bunch of us have played it. I've played it. I played it. I have an Android, so I got screwed. <laughs> you have an Android, so screw you. Yeah. Yeah, developing for Android sucks. 
Super Mario Run is a game for iOS that you download and install, and you get three levels that you can play. And Toad Rally. A bunch of two, two, yeah, for those same three levels. A bunch of tutorial button uh, prompts to click through, and then you realize that when you go to play, it's like Mario without the fun. And so Mario runs to the right or the left or wherever, and you just tap on the screen and jump. You don't even have to avoid enemies. He'll just run over them, too. And if you tap on it, he'll kill them, and you'll get extra coins. And your job is to collect a bunch of coins in the levels. And it's a simple score attack to compare against your friends. Or there's um, colored coins that you need to collect in the level to kind of unlock certain things that you can use to improve your mushroom kingdom. So there's a little bit of a kingdom-building simulation in this game as well and i don't know what you get by finishing the kingdom building simulation stuff but there are certainly plenty of things to unlock for the kingdom building simulation stuff unfortunately i found that i don't enjoy playing the actual game what do you think anna i like what i've played so far but i have not decided if i will play it enough to make the ten dollar unlock worth it and that's kind of my dilemma well, Is apparently it's, like, it's very short if you just want to play through the levels. So it won't take you long after you pay your 10 bucks right. to finish. But I mean, I am actually kind of enjoying just playing the three that are free right now because I, I unlocked the five coins. I got all the pink coins on the, fir- on the first or second level. And then I went back and I tried to do the purple coins. Oh, they are way harder. I'm going to have to practice a lot more to get them. And one of them's hidden in a box sometimes. What? Yeah. Crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. Yep. Yeah. There were, so... 13, there were 13 easy tips to help you master the game. That we saw. <laughs> Over on TheVerge.com. 13 easy yep. tips. Um, and you <laughs> know One of which is don't die. <laughs> really? You know, I never actually read yeah. the article, Alex. I just posted that tweet like, what is this crap? Oh, I looked at this to see how bad they were. They were bad. they were bad tips. They were bad. All right. <laughs> Don't die, a tip that's universal for all things. Yeah, their headline writing has gotten real bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. 13 reasons the Nintendo Switch is already dead on arrival. Yeah. <laughs> that was the article you pitched to Mac, right? No, that was the one Mac pitched back to me. Oh, that's right. You pitched 10 reasons the Vita's already dead. Mm-hmm. Did I just hear a meow? That was my nose. Okay. Sorry. No, uh, Ozzy is <laughs> oh, wanting yes! my attention. Yes, I did hear a meow. I thought I was squeaking. All right, good. Hi, Ozzy. <laughs> All right. So I think the jury is still out on Super Mario Run. So maybe that should be our question of the week. Ugh. Have you played it? Does it have Will to you be? buy it? That's the good. That's what we're gonna leave people with till January, Anna. Well, maybe we can maybe we do... can come up with something better. Okay. I hope. Yeah, like what did you get for Christmas? Yeah, that well... sounds like it has more legs. Than... Oh, fine. Or Hanukkah. Or what did you get as gifts? Yes. What are we talking about? But yes, it it uh it sounds like being an Android user. I'm really. Not missing out on all that much. Uh, maybe you are. Maybe this game's for you. You might like it like Anna. I don't know. I mean, I I tried stuff like Sonic Dash, and it was fun for a little while, but got kind of... Oh, I forgot that was boring. a thing. Wow. 
And, you know, I mean, part of the fun of Sonic Dash was that it was Sonic and he was running. And that's mm-hmm. what Sonic does. And no. an endless Mario runner just doesn't sound all that fun to me. Mario does two things. He runs and he jumps. It's just that you're usually in control of it. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should move on to the news. Alex, no, have you been playing anything that we have talked about Kelly played Pokemon Picross and she didn't talk about it. I yeah, talked about it a little bit. Okay. You gave it Just what it's due? Yeah, I, I'm i at that point right now to where I know I need to probably pay a little bit of money for it because oh. I have no currency to continue. And right now I'm just trying to figure out if it's more advantageous to just pay the $30 up front or to kind of do it in little chunks. No, I just slapped down the 30 All right, then. What about... I know. The problem is that I just had to spend $50 on a new mouse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the mice are useful. All right. I know, and I uh, I use a gaming mouse for work, so I kind of <laughs> needed Me a too. high-end mouse. I had a person yeah, in my office I... this week looking at, is that a Logitech MX518 oh, or 510? I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a, I've had it for a while. It's like, oh my gosh, mine just broke last year. I've been just terribly unhappy without it. I missed that mouse. I'm like, oh, okay. Well... <laughs> I map spreadsheet functions to the hot buttons. Ah, on I love it. Button Logitech. And Sorry, when I some. had mice break before, it's like I'm crippled without that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it improves my spreadsheet production by like leaps and bounds, which I know sounds incredibly nerdy, but hey, work smarter than harder. That's right. All right, fine. Alex. Tell us about the sports games you've been playing. <laughs> I've only been playing one. Okay. That's mostly when I've been bored of Starvation 5. Did you say Star Ocean or Starvation? Starvation. Okay. Do you but not yeah, hear it's... that, Anna? It sounds almost like he says Starvation. Don't you agree? You don't um, No, I'm pretty sure he says Star Ocean. Okay. How Star do you Ocean mean 5. Starvation? I don't know. I think you don't eat. Anyway, that sorry, that was it. me being dorky. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's uh, employee game of the month um, is what Alex is playing. Alex, what does she have to look forward to? Um, it doesn't do anything as offensively as Starvation 4 did. All right. Well, Slightly less promising. offensive. <laughs> yeah. That sounds promising. I hated Star Ocean 4. <laughs> But it also doesn't do the one thing it did really well as well. So the, I think the combat was basically the best thing about four, and this one's sort of nowhere near it. It's not. It's not bad, but it's basically nothing about the game is particularly great. So I think I've I've put in about twelve hours. I think I'm about halfway through. So, but well, I mean, one of the annoying things is you don't get fast travel, which in this game is sort of. A lot of the side stuff makes you go backwards and forwards between loads of places, so that's that's annoying. It did give me fast travel once and then took it away about 20 minutes later. Well, that just sounds annoying, especially since Final Fantasy 15 does fast travel so well. Yeah, I mean, the combat basically, I don't like how it's not as responsive as sort of most as the other Starship games and most Tales games, so... 
it's sort of just it's sort of something that's good to just sort of mindlessly play through at the moment. <laughs> I like the fact there's seven characters, but it's just not you can't really do much with them. They sort of all just go around doing their own thing. How's the voice acting? Um, fine. I think there's there's no annoying K. Okay, because that was the other thing that I hated about Star Ocean Four was I I switched it to Japanese and then and I that's something I never do in games because the English was so annoying and the Japanese was also annoying. Yeah, I was was about I was about to say that. (laughs) So it's like, well, if I'm gonna be annoyed, I might as well be annoyed in my own language so that I I always don't have to read subtitles, but. No, Giving me vo- Star Ocean Four PTSD. <laughs> no, the voice acting side, but there's not much to the story. It's all fa- it's very generic. They find yeah, they find the kid character, a kid character is wanted by people for reasons. There's a war going on. Plot happens. There's a war yeah. going on for plot reasons. I like it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, apart from that, I've been playing Sword Art Online Hollow Realization, which is it's not good. <laughs> I sort of had some slight hope that by the third game they'd have done something half decent, but not really. The overall gameplay is just about all right, so that's sort of so it's still bearable to play through. But basically, the party AR is rubbish. Most of the time, that party members don't actually seem to be doing anything. There's only one of the attack commands that you can give them that actually seems to result in them doing anything. And you, get, and you basically get a 30 second cooldown on that, so you've got to wait 30 seconds for them to do anything again. <laughs> the only, well, they are, they are half decent at healing, I'll give them that much. And basically, yeah, they try to make it feel like you're in an MMO, but they've picked basically the worst MMO they could find. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. How about tell us about a good game? Cold Steel 2. Hello? Hello? Stupid mute button. <laughs> oh, okay. That needs to be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I found the switch. I thought you used the switch, and then I pressed it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Cold Steel Two is good. Okay. I think I'm in the halfway through the second act on that one, which I think is about 25 hours. But I've got no idea how much longer it's going to be. And I think I heard from Mac that even when I complete the game, like the epilogue is like ridiculously long. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, that's still good. Mm, I've got both of those games. I need to play through them. Yes, yes you do. Because I loved Trails in the Sky 1 and 2. Yeah, it's very much similar to that in how everything plays out, the battle system and everything. Loads and loads of story, so yay. You also get to meet to you also get to meet the returning character quite a lot in that. Yeah, um, it's funny you mentioned that because I hadn't finished uh, Trails in the Sky one or no, tr- 
I hadn't finished one of them and got my copy of Trails of Cold Steel and was looking through the little art book in it. And that's how I found out that that one guy was a prince. And it was like, oh, I shouldn't have read that. Yeah. <laughs> Slight spoiler. I mean, it wasn't like game breaking. Like, Kelly, you know. do you have to like just be thrown out the spoilers today? What is wrong with you? So well, you know, I didn't say who it was. That's okay. All right, good. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris. Yeah. Tetra's uh, Princess Zelda. No. <laughs> <sighs> At least I still have Sheik. Hey, hey Chris. Yeah. That's Princess Zelda too. No. I could do this all day. Everybody's <laughs> Princess Zelda. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, on that note, I think I'm done. Okay. On that note, I think it's time for the news. <laughs> First off, if you'd like to support RP Gamer, we have a way for you to do it. Um, the Christmas code. So I found out last week they sent us Christmas codes for some of our um, our loot programs. And... Um, they're already expired. Oh. Like they were good for last week only, so I missed them. So you missed the chance to save fifteen percent. So I have to go back and just tell you how to save ten percent off Loot Crate by going to trylootcrate.com/rpgamer and use the code Bridge Ten, and you'll get ten percent off your new sign up. Support the site, get loot, get weird boxes of stuff that you may or may not want to keep. Lootcrate.com. No, trylootcrate.com/rpgamer. No? Okay. Uh, today's notes were brought to you by Alex. Thanks, Alex. First up, reboots for Ark the Lad and Wild Arms on mobile. Ooh. I want more Wild Arms. So, uh, Sony unveiled the first set of titles being created by Forwardworks, a subsidiary dedicated to creating and releasing mobile games and their Wild Arms and Ark the Lad. Um, other mobile releases for RPG franchises were also announced. Um, a Disgaea app, it looks like, and a Square Enix project that they haven't announced. And something based on Yokai Watched as well. Hmm. Which might be a TCG type game in that case. Because it's going to be some. A Disgaea app could be interesting. I thought Disgaea was already on mobile. I could have. I think they were working on a version of the Item World mm-hmm. app and then ended up canceling it. Okay. But that was a long time ago. Yep. All right. Um, there you go. So let's see. What else we got? Mercenary Saga 3 is out now for five ninety nine. It's a dollar more expensive. How do they? Okay. No, it's something that I saw on Twitter. We have a, a video you can watch in some screenshots. You go check it out. Yeah. And you heard Anna talking up the first the, the second game. We didn't get the first game, did we? No. All right. We're so, not sure what the fir- we're not sure if there was a first game. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I think I, it was a Jap Japan only iOS title. Well, even then you can't find it. Yeah, I mean if it had come out it would have been quite some time ago. Yeah, no, even in Japan, yeah, it's there's no reference to it anywhere even on the Japanese developer website <laughs> so you you guys are seriously telling me that this game came out with the sequel and not the first game 
Yeah. Well, we're not sure. The second game might have been sort of a re-release of the first game. An updated version of it, so it superseded everything. What? But so Mercenary Saga tell. 2 might actually be Mercenaries Saga 1. Just renamed. Nothing makes any sense anymore. Final Fantasy 4. That is like some Leonard Part 6 chronologically <laughs> confused. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Hey, so Gus announced they, they've decided to plop some of their games onto Steam. Well, Koei Tecmo announced it, you mean. Yes. They're going to put them, put them out on PC. Well, they're Gust games. Atelier Sophie, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Book, which, which Anna is still hasn't because, finished. No, and I mean, I, I was wondering if they were going to announce this, because when they announced Atelier Ferris, they announced it for like PS4, Vita, and PC. So it was going to be like the second game out of the trilogy that was going to be on PC. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they announced this, because people are like, well, what about Sophie? Also, they announced Knights of Azure for all of your hot lesbian dungeon crawling. Mm-hmm. Is that and what that's I, about? I en- yes. I endorse that hot lesbian dungeon crawling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone that I've talked to that have that has played it has said it's really good. Do we have that? Yes. Oh. That was a surprisingly good game. I mean, Nick says that you can bang it out in under 10 hours, no pun intended. So it's probably just a game that I'd want to sit down and play over the weekend. Hey, and you can play it on your large screen mm-hmm. in the living room now. With my PS4 Pro. That you can actually see things on. Yay! Yeah, you'll get to see all of that hot cleavage inside, boob. Well, I mean, my I've favorite. got Final Fantasy fifteen for that. Oh, no, no, that game is worse. Mm. <laughs> so much worse. I like the number of people who want a patch to put more clothes on Cindy. I do like that. I think that's a good idea. Cindy's cleavage doesn't bother me. Cindy's accent bothers me. Cindy's cleavage bothers me because boobs are not round like that. She could show all the cleavage she wants, but my God, I hate her voice. She sounds like someone. She sounds like someone trying to do a bad impression of Applejack. Huh. I'm gonna have to think about that next time I watch Chris play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like someone doing a bad impression of Applejack. Once you hear it, you'll not unhear it, and you'll want to. That will be the one reason you'll want to switch it to Japanese. Say what? What am I doing? I'm sorry. I was getting waterfall from a battle maiden. What am I doing? She says that um, Cindy sounds like someone trying to do an Applejack accent and failing. Oh, in Japanese? No, in English. No, in, oh, in English. English. Oh yeah. All right. All right. So, um, quote is quote. coming out. What's quote? Quote is an action RPG inspired by surrealist art and classic literature themes. Um, you are. Oh, playing... so it's a boring game. Well, you're playing as the bad guy. Wait, what? Yeah, you're I'm more trying interested. to rid the world of knowledge. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yep. So we're, coming we're, to early we're not access... already doing that. <laughs> Coming to early access in Q1 2017 and expected to have a full release in late 2017. So stay steamed. So I'm looking at this. It is an action RPG. I don't see a lot of books or words. And everything's weird looking. Yes, that would be the surrealistic art. Yeah. And you're burning libraries like, and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Kind of looks like Bastion. Yeah. So this is... So, I mean, you're playing as Donald Trump 
and trying to, you know, set things up for his presidential library? Is that the idea? Uh, so I think it's got Sega. the real-time narration as well. It's got what? The oh. real-time narration as like well. With the, with the Bastion guy? Yeah. Cool. Or, no, <laughs> Probably not the same guy, but... I want star, that guy. He's the only one able to do <laughs> real-time animation or narration anymore. <laughs> Every game has to be with him. So, uh, Kid just raged around for a while. <laughs> All right. Valkyria Revolution's coming in North America yeah, and this Europe, Anna. This, this announcement felt like it came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, really? Well, I mean, it's Sega. I, I Sega. think that we have a fairly low expectation of the things that they They're understand that of? we want. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, Sega now have Atlas, basically. Yes. <laughs> and Atlas does a much better job of understanding what we want. Sega understands me. Yeah, that Atlas basically means that John Harden's... That voice in Sega now, so. I've, I've heard the best thing you can do right now is email John Harden and ask to be a playtester on Persona 5. No, no, 5. no. You need to call them. Oh, call them. And okay. ask if you can be a playtester for Persona it. 5. Alternatively, you can hang out outside of their office. And when you see someone you think works at Atlas, you can ask them if you can be a playtester. Mm. And of course, for those of you who sound, who are sitting at home going, those all sound like really terrible ideas. They are. They are. But it's, those are all things that people have done to John in the last month. Oops. Poor guy. Pro tip. None of those are ways you break into the video game industry. <laughs> what? I know. I'm shocked. I know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Anyways, back to Valkyria Revolution. Yeah. Um, it's coming to PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation Vita, and mm-hmm. Xbox One in spring 2017. The Vita version is digital only, but the PS4 and Xbox One will have physical editions. And for those of you who are like, this is a Valkyria game, but I don't remember thing, remember anything about it because no one thought it was going to come outside of Japan. Valkyria Revolution takes place in a separate universe from the original trilogy of titles and tells the story of the Jutland Kingdom's war against the Ruse Empire. The game Yay. takes a new approach to combat, eschewing turn-based combat in uh, favor of more active real-time systems that aim to retain the strategic nature of the series while being a little faster paced. Okay. That that's that's a description. Let's see. Tokenen 2 is coming to North America and Europe. That is the the Monster Hunter slash Muso game mashup type thing that, that they made. Um, it is uh they've it's been out in Japan for a little while now, but uh, it's coming here. So the only thing is, is they spring weren't super specific about what platforms it was coming to. Well, it and was in Japan on PlayStation 3, 4, and the Vita. So let me tell you what that means, Anna. It's coming out on PS4. And if you're lucky, Vita electronically only. Yeah, that sounds... That sounds like likely. what everyone else is doing, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I have some better news than that um it turns out that uh torment tides of numenera finally has a release date this was a kickstarter game i kickstarted it just for disclosure um actually i was a late backer on it but uh i did oh no wait i backed that one from the beginning right anyway 
It's got a date, February 28, 2017, PC, PS4, Xbox One. I have played this with the developers in, in the same room. Um, so obviously I did enjoy it and my, my experience is highly biased. Um, but I am excited for this game regardless. I think you should keep your eye on it. I think it's going to turn out into something pretty good if you like things like Pillars of Eternity and Baldur's Gate and those sorts of games and obviously Planescape Tournament. Um, they have uh, some announcements for two special physical editions of the game. There is the Day One Edition, which includes a copy of the game and a soundtrack CD, a printed world map, a digital traveler's guide, and the Mind Forged Synth Steel Plating in-game armor. <gasps> Meanwhile, the Collector's Edition features all the contents of the Day 1 Edition, plus an 8-inch statue of the first cast-off, which is your character, a physical traveler's guide in place of the Day 1 version, an 80-page hardcover art book, and a title talisman. <sighs> Wait, are you the first cast-off? You should be a later cast-off. So I'm not sure if that's your character or not, um, but it looks kind of like you. It looks like a... I don't know what, the, what it looks like. It looks like a thing. So it's not you, probably. I don't know. Go play the game. You figure out the story. Well, that's what it is. You get a statue of it. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, here's my question. I backed this game. Do I get any of these little bonuses? No. Anna says no from the other room. Like, what? I know some of these things are probably included if I had backed at higher tiers, but I did not. I backed at a very entry-level get-the-game tier. All right, and that's what I shall get, and I should be happy for it, shouldn't I? All right. Torment, Tides of Numenera. Uh, no pricing announced for those things, in case I didn't mention it. Though I bet the day one edition's just fifty nine ninety nine as a special package, but I don't know. I don't know, because it comes with stuff, and that doesn't make sense, huh? Yeah. All right. Shenmue 3 has PC pre-orders available now. And those uh, proceeds from the pre-orders in an... Uh, they go towards stretch goals for the game. The uh, PC game can be pre-ordered uh, alongside the PS4 version. What does that mean? Oh, that means, yeah, PC Yeah, game. so I mean, originally when they did the Kickstarter, the only platform that they were guaranteeing was PS4. All right, so right. now they're guaranteeing both. And $29 for the game. If you backed it to a tier on Kickstarter that you get a a full PC copy, you can contact them and they will switch it over to a PS4 copy. Uh. Wait, I thought you said they were only guaranteeing it on PS4 to begin with. No, so no, no. How... In the original Kickstarter. Yeah? The only system that they were guaranteeing... Oh, wait. Sorry, it's the other way around. Mm. If you pre-ordered it, you can switch your PS4 copy to PC. Okay. So they are claiming most of the game's main scenarios have been completed. Voice tests have begun with the main actors. Motion capture is currently being worked on, and it has a released period of holiday 2017 for PS4 and PC. And it looks look you can see artwork of Rio beating up some dudes, which is uh, well, that's what that game is. And then another one where it has what looks like a little toy um, <laughs> forklift. So that's good, too. Is he playing with a toy forklift? Yeah, and it had his, with his 4K sneakers, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah. Shenmue. 
Serio. Are you looking forward to another action RPG? Um, this is not another one. This has already come out. No. Victor Vran. This is a console version. Oh, right. This was a PC game Mm -hmm. originally. So Victor Vran is coming to PS4 and Xbox One uh, to be released both physically and digitally in early 2017. And they... uh, Promise news about the PC version, so I assume they're coming out with a improved patch or something for that. It is a Diablo-style game, and you beat up demons and challenging bosses, and I need to get around to playing this. Um, see if I ever do. Screen Enix put on a show about its newest Dragon Quest Eleven. So yeah, Square Enix went to Jump Fiesta and said, have some videos. Yeah. The uh, subtitle for Dragon Quest XI, in case you didn't know, is In Search of Departed Time. Now, that may be... Is that the official localization, or is that just the translation? I don't even know if they've announced a localization. They hinted very heavily at it. All right. Well, it's coming to PS4 and Nintendo 3DS, so figure that out, because whatever... Well, and Switch. No, it doesn't say Switch. No, it's... Not confirmed. Not confirmed. Okay. They also announced some early details about the game itself. The game's protagonist is 16 years old, which is uh, kind of the default. We need a really young character, but old enough to be married in the Western cultures. Um, His adventure begins and hails from the quiet village of Ishii. His first partner was also revealed, Camus, a blue-haired thief, and uh, he has a strong sense of duty. Who cares? Dragon Quest XI's world is known as Lotozatasia and has a world tree in the center of the map. The series' familiar casino and the Puff Pup ability will return. So there's a casinos where you can get, and you can also get Puff Puffs maybe in the same place. I don't know. 3DS version is going to have street passing. PS4 version will also have features. And that's literally all we know. There will be PS4 features. We don't know what they are. Uh, there's a opening movie that they released and a gameplay trailer for both the 3DS and PS4 versions. And we have those right up on the site. So you can watch them and kind of see, get a sense for whether or not you're going to want to play this in glorious high definition or glorious 3DS-ish and whatever that is. And why does it look like What's... there's a trailer? Oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. That's not. It's really annoying because it's like I'd want to get both versions just because I would want to play portable, but I would also want to play. You know, something tells me they're not going to have cross save between these two. I know, and that's what's annoying about that. So here's the thing. So this is Dragon Quest. We know the strategy with Dragon Quest is released on the most popular platforms, right? Mm -hmm. So normally you would think at this point that would just mean 3DS. And yet they're doing a PS4 version as well. Um, also, did you look at the 3DS trailer? Um, on the top is 3D. On the lower screen is a 2D map version of what you're doing. So it's like you're playing the game in 3D and old school at the same time. It's really See, cool looking, I, actually. I When they first announced this game, I thought that the... It was going to be like you had to pick 2D or 3D style, and that was going to be the entire game. Yeah, it looks like, nope, they're just doing it simultaneous. Let's look over on PS4. Oh, that's an opening cinematic. That's not what we want. We want PS4 gameplay footage. Is Do they show it's towns? the first half of that trailer. Yeah, I know, but it, they don't show what it looks like in the town on the PS4. They oh, don't yeah, show thanks. equivalent footage. 
They show completely different types of stuff on each each system, so you can't really get a sense for how they compare. Great. Yeah, they don't show any battles. Yeah. I, so I don't know what this is. That, is there a chance it's like two different games? And they just haven't... That's what I was wondering. This is going to be weird, guys. So. And, and it almost makes me kind of wish that they would do a Switch version just so that you could kind of have, have your cake and eat it Have it, it both too. ways, yeah. Except you yeah. wouldn't have the second screen on the Switch. While, while you are portable on the Switch, you wouldn't have the second screen, I guess is what I mean. Um, yeah. Hmm. Weird. Because I tend to choose portable versions of things just because I don't get a lot of TV time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Um, no Vita. Yeah, I don't know. This is weird. Okay, but it is what it is. All right, some Final Fantasy 15 updates for those of us playing that game, which is most of us. Uh, the holiday pack comes out December 22nd. All right, so there are two versions of this pack. There's the free version because Christmas get stuff and then there's the plus version which comes with the season pass in the free version of final fantasy 15's holiday pack you get a scroll of sheet music containing a song of jubilation that provides additional uh, ability points for earning an a plus in offense outside of training called the warriors fanfare you get the nixperience band which is a device that stops experience points from being tallied preventing the party from leveling up for an added challenge you get the Carnival Passport, an adorably adorned ticket that whisks the bearer away to fun-filled Carnival for a limited time, but the Carnival is not in the game yet. A Choco Mog Tee, available late January 2017, an exclusive t-shirt featuring everyone's favorite fluffy and feathery friends, colorful, comfy, and appropriate for any Carnival gore. So they're also adding this this weird um, Carnival thing to the game, but not till January, so screw you. Anyway, in the plus version, you get the Ring Resistance, which... Um, gives you fire resistance the tech turbo charger which makes his tech bar charge faster the armager accelerator that makes the armager bar go faster the blitzers fanfare which is more um ap for earning an a plus in time the tacticians fanfare which is more ap for earning an a plus in finesse the key of the key of prosperity a lucky charm that increases the rate at which fallen foes leave behind items of value the stamina badge which is a device that gets noxus the ability to sprint and hang without expending stamina at all which means i don't have to wear that certain costume that anna hates in order to run around infinitely yay you get the carnival passport a festive hot ensemble um, which is more costumes and the holiday pack plus exclusive photo frames available late January. You get more themes that you can add to f prompt those photos when sharing over social media, which I didn't know there were themes you could add to his photos, but okay. Anyway, if you get the plus version, you can also download the free version. So you're going to get all the items and uh, December 22nd. And that's, that's, that's a thing. I am actually really mad that that ring of resistance is part of this premium pack because that would be so handy. I want all the AP, so I might actually consider getting that premium pack because the time thing, um, you can grind AP real fast up with that. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, we got some briefs, some brief stories, briefs. North America is getting a physical edition of Anima Gate of Memories via NIS America Online Store. 
Okay. So you can go order that now there. I don't remember what Anima is. But it's an action RPG. It wasn't very good. It is uh got a physical edition though, and in that physical edition it's a collectible thing. It's forty nine ninety nine, you get a collector's box, the game, a full color fifty two page hardcover art book, a twenty five track original soundtrack, some tarot cards, and a matted art print. So there you go. Um, also, Pit People's getting an early access preview version on Steam slash Xbox One on January 13th. It's a strategy game from the Castle Crashers developer, The Behemoth. So go check out the story on Pit People. There's no screenshots or anything yet, though. Um, for Warhammer 40k Inquisitor has some a story up on our site talking about the sandbox aspects of the game. So you can go... Uh, um, Inquisitor Martyr, excuse me, yeah. Uh, you could go learn more about what's going on in the sandbox stuff there and see if you're interested in that. Um, this is Martyr. Is this... Yeah, this is a different one than the other one. There's been so many Warhammer games that came out this year. So many. It's really hard to keep up on them all. Yeah, this one's a Di- Diablo-style one. <laughs> this is a Diablo-style one? Okay. Yeah, Ew. it's by the developers of Van Helsing. Oh, alrighty. Well... They don't show anything that looks like Diablo in this video. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> real real, no, real way that. to get us hyped. I did that in the previous videos. Okay. <laughs> um, we have a story up about Blue Reflection and some gameplay details with uh, what looks like pop idols. Um, oh, okay. I don't Magical really know girl. what's up with this. Huh? Magical, Magical Girls. Girl okay. Magical yeah. Girl RPG and you go read up on it. Um, there's a bunch of screens and some details for Dynasty Warriors Godseekers, which is a grid-based tactical RPG spin-off of the Dynasty Warriors series. Anna, are you getting this? Maybe. Maybe. You could better watch that video. Yeah. All right. Um, here's something. I took advantage of this this morning. Lost Odyssey is currently free on Xbox.com. Um, if you, do you need to be, um, gold for this? Don't think so cool so go get it right now um it is backwards compatible on the xbox one and if you don't like lost odyssey and you prefer blue dragon that is also black backwards compatible on the xbox one however you're gonna have to buy that one and uh no you can't just throw the disc in and play these games you do need to uh oh wait yeah i thought you could throw the disc in i didn't think backwards compat stuff worked without the digital versions okay i'm an idiot yeah yeah Okay. It's, it's, it's free for everyone. Okay, then. So that um, Lost Odyssey is free for everyone, So, but Blue Dragon, if you have your disc, you can pop it in your Xbox One and play it now. There you go. And if you don't have it, you can buy it for 20 bucks on the store. Uh, Nintendo Switch has announced their press conference thing that's going to be on January 12th at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And then finally, some football players did a video giving out some Pokemon tips which sound more like a life tips video, <laughs> but I think that's the idea. Um, also, take naps. We learned. Yeah, naps are good. Naps are good. Yes. So you can watch that video on Pokemon's official Twitter account. See Richard Sherman and Johnny Hecker. Throw that out. Um, and Anna, it's time for your section of the show. Are you ready? Yep. Scott, saga Scarlet Grace launches a... Trailer. In Japan. Uh, Digimon World Next Order has a Japanese PS4... Trailer. Monster Hunter Double Cross has a Japanese only. Double trailer. 
Monster, or excuse me, Tales of Berseria has more spoilerific trailer. Valkyria Revolution Circle of Five trailer hit uh, the Japanese market. Dragon Quest Eight, Red Mori, and f- other features have some trailers. Persona Five had a Haru trailer and Xanth Hune interview, which I thought we talked about last week, but I guess not. Toho Genso Wanderer has a survival guide trailer video thing yeah <laughs> the surge has a gameplay trailer video with a game over mid message which what does that mean it means the guy dies during the video oh good job loses. good job <laughs> <laughs> the snack world and yokai watch 3 sukiyaki has a trailer yeah um so that's uh that's the third yokai watch game and the snack world game so you can watch those lots of Japanese trailers this week. Sorry, that's what we got. It's almost like there's a uh, exposition happening this weekend. Oh, what is it? Jump Fest? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's what the Dragon Quest thing was at. All right, then. Um, we have two messages that came in for Anna to tell her what Vita game she should play. This is the question of the week last week. Two things came in. The first was from Kelly. <laughs> and said, yes. Ease. Memory of Celseta is one of the best Ease game and Vita games I've ever played. I also enjoyed Tales of Heart R, Demon Gaze, and Persona 4 Golden. So you going to play those, Anna? Uh, yeah, I have most of those. On, I either have finished those or have them on my list. Yep. Is the way that it ends up working out. Ysel Sada we have? I, yeah, I know we have that. Yeah. I mean, between all those that I listed, the one that I would pick first would be Yeez, because that game was so good. All right, and then jumping on that same bandwagon, Jay Scarp wrote in and said, I don't know your tolerance level for visual novels, but Stein's Gate is a good tra- time travel sci-fi tale, one of my favorites on Vita. And yes, I was looking for visual novels, so that was a very good suggestion. I don't think we have it quite yet. Um, I don't know anymore. We need, we need to check our inventory. Yeah, I mean... You should. What I ended up doing is I ended up using that plug-in mm-hmm. that... Chris should tell you suggested and uh i didn't suggest it no sorry the one that you used yeah the one that glenn suggested yeah and that you used a different one i used both but okay yeah. But yeah i went through that and i found a huge list of games um let me pull up my google doc yeah we do not own it on vita Okay. But we might have it on PC. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I have the worst hiccups. Um, so I have my definitely playing Dragon Quest Builders. Well, it costs a lot more on PC. What's up with that? No, we don't own it on PC. That's really expensive. On it's Vita? $35 on PC. Vita? On PC. Yeah, I don't care about PC. I know. But if we had it on PC, that's the platform you'd be playing it on. No. No, I'm not rebuying games just because you're going to be fussy about what screen you're looking at. I don't like sitting down and playing PC games. On your laptop? Yeah. It's a visual novel. Anyways, uh, so far my definitely playing list is Dragon Quest Builders, Psychopaths, Atelier Sophie, Trillion, uh, Digimon Story, Cybersooth, Trails of Cold Steel, Dungeon Travelers 2, Lost Dimensions, Arno Surge, Tales of Hearts R, Mind Zero, Monster Monkeys, Demon Gaze, Sorcery Saga, and Dragon's Crown. It's Steins Gate and Virtues Lost Award. Um, those are both on my maybe playing list. Nine 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 she needs to get through yeah, first. Yeah. She hasn't finished nine nine nine. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, really? No, I didn't. Okay. I hadn't played it, but I played Virtue's Awesome World. So <laughs> my maybe playing list is Adventure Time, uh, Secret of the Nameless Kingdom, Broken Age, Code, Realize, um, Disgaea 3, Disgaea 4, Doki Doki Universe, Final Fantasy X and X-2, uh, Freedom Wars, Geometry Wars 3, Hakune Mitsu, or ha, ha, Hatsune Miku. Thank you. The uh, rhythm action game? Yeah, Project Diva. Okay. Uh, Letter Quest, Lost Dimension, Miramasa Rebirth, New Little King Story, Operation Abyss, Orishika, Rainbow Moon, Ray Gigant. Uh, I should probably play through Real Fishing because I've never actually played through it in its entirety. Um, Rogue Legacy, Rollers of the Realm, Shutsumi, Shutsumi. Yeah, that's it. Probably not a game for you. Oh, really? Okay, well then I'll take it off. Boop. Uh, Ease Memories of Celsita and Zero Escape. And then I have a list of games that I need to learn more about before deciding. So I'll drop. Did a you link. ever play? Did you ever play Sweet Fuse on the PSP? Uh, I have it on the go. I should actually put that on my definitely. You started list. playing it. Yep. Yeah, put it on. That's fun. Fuse. But you didn't stick with it for some reason. Um, I feel like I was playing it before something else came out, and that something else really captured me. Okay. what's next oh uh new game releases all right here's your rpgs for the week mercenary sagas 3 came out on the on the 3ds and that was it so hopefully you're enjoying all the rpgs that already came out this year because there ain't any more coming out this year that's okay so many came out this year picross e7 also hit the 3ds that's a special mention for those who are into picross like anna marie and me and most importantly coming out this week the biggest news of the entire year wild guns reloaded hits playstation 4 retail and playstation (laughs) network for 29.99 you too can relive the arcade classic wild guns man i suck at that game um anna marie of course works for natsume so don't trust anything i just said um I just know because she's been doing all the social media for this game's release, so I hear about it all the time. And I was w- watched her watching an early playing an early copy of the game the other day. And I, I were you playing that. as Bullet? Uh, yeah, I have played as Bullet. Is bu- Bullet for the people who aren't good at the game? No, Bullet. <sighs> Bullet's is, just different. Yeah, I mean, Clint and Annie play the most basic. So if anything, I would say they're for the beginners. Okay. Um, Doris and Bullet are the two new characters. Doris is a, like, grenade, grenadier, I think it's called, Mm -hmm. a grenade person. And (laughs) you can, you basically tag enemies and then let her rip. Um, so you, like, hold down the button. She is super powerful, but she has, like, no dodge ability. Okay. So she play, she is super powerful, but she really has to be played in a group setting. Got it. Um, Bullet is interesting. Bullet can move while he shoots, but he doesn't aim at a specific thing. He has a large reticule that his robot shoots at, and it basically prioritizes whatever target it feels is best within that reticule. All right. So that's your plug for Wild Guns Reloaded, available this week. What day? November. December 20th. December 20th. Tuesday. 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 When's it coming to PC, Anna? 
uh, it's PS4 exclusive. Yeah. What's up with that? Because that's what the developers decided to make it for. So, I mean, this game is kind of crazy. I, can't, I still can't believe it even exists because basically the three guys that made the original game were like, hey, we're going to remake it like in our spare time. So this was like the game they worked on with like evenings and weekends, like an indie team would outside of their regular job hours. Nice. And they came to us and it's like, we were thinking about making this and I, I, we're going to put it on PS4 because that's the console that we're the most familiar with right now. We were like, we will totally publish that. That is awesome. So, yeah, that's the history behind. All right. All right. And if you want to uh, to invest your time in playing video games, but not necessarily own them all, Gamefly is an option for you. And if you'd like to support this podcast, GameflyOffer.com slash RPGamer with code BRIDGE10 gets you 10% off a new sign-up at Gamefly. So that's the way to support the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being on. Kelly, Anna, Alex, and you for listening. And Dale North and Kelly for doing the, the music and art for the show, respectively. Our question of the week is going to be, what did you get as gifts this year? So you have plenty of time because it's kind of more of a question of the th- three weeks, right? So um, we'll be back in a couple weeks for that. So I want to know what people are going to be playing till then. So Anna-Marie, what will you be playing? Um, Mercenary Saga 2, and then I know I'm getting Yo-Kai Watch 2 for Christmas. Yep. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, Brent. <sighs> <laughs> I asked for six 3DS games in total for Christmas. So you should be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be playing more Final Fantasy 15 and Pokemon Moon, and I, I don't know what else I might play. Um, I need to finish um, the DLC case for Phoenix Wright. Oh, good point. Yeah. Maybe pound that out while we drive to Omaha. I think... Uh, my, my Christmas plans are really focused on just let's finish up 15. You have to play Lara Croft over Christmas. Maybe. Um, Kelly, what will you be playing over the cu- next couple of weeks? Um, more 15. I'll probably be finishing up Pokemon sometime soon. And okay. then um, whatever I get for Christmas. Cool. Alex, what will you be playing? Um, probably try to finish off Star Ocean and probably go. I'll probably play Cold Steel 2 rather than Sword Art Online. Uh, Cardsdale 2? What 2? Yeah, Cold Steel 2. Cold Steel 2, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, so all the stuff you're working on right now, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, right. I might there's a chance I'll end up playing Final Fantasy 14 at some point because uh. I think it's about time that Glenn and Mac are planning to go back. Oh, really? For how long will that last? A week and a half? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Is there a free uh, login period coming up on that? Uh, no, I think Mac just decided he wanted to go back okay. end of September and Glenn wanted to do the seasonal event. All right. Fair enough. Which started like Thursday. So. Hmm. Jump into Final Fantasy 14 now. What servers is everybody playing on? If people want to join. Leviathan. Leviathan. How do they get into the RP Gamer thing? Um, tell one of us that I you're in. believe all well, of post, the... Post on the, fo- yeah, post yeah, on the post forums. Post on the forums. Thread. There's like oh, a there's Final a Fantasy thread. 14 thread. Okay, good. And yeah, it's 
there's almost always someone from our link show on. Good. Just because of the time zone differences between everyone. And I think basically everybody in there can invite you, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. Um, with that, if you want to leave feedback for the show, like tell us what gifts you got this year and what you're playing during the holiday break. Wait, did we ask Kelly what she was going to play? Yeah. Oh, I I missed it. Yeah, I asked her first. Oh, well, then I'm Right? Helped. Didn't I ask you, Kelly? Yeah, I okay. said Final Fantasy. I'm doubting myself <laughs> now. You're gaslighting me, Anna. Right. <laughs> the email address, if you want to send back feedback for the show, podcast.rpgamer.com. You can also call us at 608-729-4098. We'll play your call right here on the show. And, of course, you can also listen... Excuse me. You can also post in the message thread, which is... um, I'm just checking the voicemail box right now, actually. You can also post in the message forums at forums.rpgamer.com. Go to latest updates. The show thread will be right in there, and you can post your response right in the show thread. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We're going to be back in a couple weeks, um, probably... Like January 7th. So this is it for the year. Thank you for a wonderful... uh, Thank you for a 2016. (laughs) I don't know that anyone thinks this year has been wonderful. But uh, it's been a year. And it's almost over. So everyone be happy about that. And we'll be back for 2017. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll catch you in a few weeks. Um, Until then, enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your gaming. And we'll see you next time, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Merry holidays. Woo.